Hey everyone, before we kick off the show, we wanted to remind you all that we now have a Patreon. That's right, with tiers starting at just a dollar, you can access a whole slew of Patreon-exclusive content, like articles, and even full bonus episodes. On the bonus shows, we'll be talking about anything and everything from retro video games, toys, movies, TV, junk food, anything we find interesting enough that we can't manage to squeeze into our normal shows. The Patreon will help to support us and keep the show going. So, if you have the means or the interest, please consider joining. You can find us at patreon.com forward slash leftover pizza club. And that's not the only way that you can support us. Something as simple as leaving a review for the show and subscribing will help us to keep growing and bringing you more content for years to come. And while we're at it, check out our social media at leftover pizza podcast on Instagram and TikTok, at leftover pizza club on Twitter. And of course, if you join the leftover pizza club group on Facebook, we'll send you a free sticker for joining. Lastly, you can check out our website, leftoverpizzaclub.com, for free articles, merch, and more. And as always, thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Damn, did we just crush that in one go? Drums, please! Just a bit of a break from the norm Just a little something to break the monotony Of all that hardcore dance That has gotten to be a little bit out of control It's cool to dance But what about a groove that soothes and moves It's a me, I'm not Oh wait, wait, that was the last show Sorry, <laughs> my bad <laughs> So anyways uh, I'd just like to take a moment And comment on what beautiful weather We've been having, Derek it is. Uh, it has been beautiful weather, I should say. I just got back from a nice little walk outside, and I know that you did too. I certainly did. So I think did. that means that we're old men, because <laughs> we like going for walks after dinner now. It, hel- it helps with the digestion, is what it does. Helps the digestion, you know, gets our little leggies moving a little bit, and we're not just sitting yeah. on our asses playing Super Mario 3 all day long. Uh, yeah, I still am exactly. doing that. Uh, you know, I think we're fine with the after dinner walks. It's we're getting into danger territory when uh, we both decide that we shouldn't be swimming a half hour after eating. No swimming yet. It's not not quite there yet, but we're we're getting there here in PA. I don't know about over in uh, Massachusetts there, but we're still kind of juggling back and forth between hot and cold. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not uncommon for it to be like 37 degrees in the morning and then like 87,000 degrees by the end of the day. And then, you know, like back down to like 16 at night. So it's it's lovely. We got those highs and lows, those spiky spikies. But I love the promise of the warmer weather that's coming. It's oh, coming yeah. soon, isn't it, Grimy? I mean, we're already in May. Can you believe yeah. five months into mm-hmm. the year already? It's... Next thing you know, we'll be talking about jack-o'-lanterns. Totally. It, it, exactly. We have to take advantage of it like now. Like basically, you could think of this as us prepping for summertime. And what better way to prep for summertime than with what derek a freaking summer playlist (laughs) (laughs) a freaking summer playlist these guys these guys are fucking geniuses they is (laughs) 
I mean, it's kind of no secret at this point. Um, before leftover pizza, we we did something called it's Dem Boys, which is basically leftover pizza, but um, earlier and with a different name. And yeah. one of the longest standing traditions that we we've done. Um, I've known you probably going on five years at this point. I want to say, at least, um, yeah. We've only started it the year before we met you. Uh, is we've been doing a summer playlist every single year and uh it's just a little tradition at this point and we obviously we have a big one that we make every year that's like a hundred plus songs but starting last year with the podcast we decided to take it into the territory of a show and just pick um i think last year we did like 10 songs if i'm not mistaken and we did, yeah something like that and we we, we yeah. kind of uh I don't want to say we bit off more than we chew, but, you know, summer songs, it's a little harder to think of. We want to kind of uh, be sparingly with our choices, so, yeah. Oh, you're much more um, nice and civil than than <laughs> I'm going to be. Because it's not a problem picking the songs, Grimy. We just talk too goddamn much. That's the problem. Uh, if we're yeah, going yeah. five songs, we're going to be here for, like, 13 hours, and nobody wants to sit and listen to us yap for 13 hours. So if we cut it back by two songs... It brings it down a little bit more manageable. Yeah, 12 hours. Speaking of, uh, yeah, yeah, 12 hours, exactly. I was going to say, speaking of uh, talking for too long, we've been going for a way too long on this intro already. I think people probably just want to hear some tunes so far, and then maybe we can jump in and talk about why we picked those tunes. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going with four picks each, as per norm, and maybe possibly a little bonus feature at the end here. You'll have to wait mm. and find out. Mm, don't skip all the way to the episode. Listen to the whole thing. We can see when you skip i can log into the back end hack into the mainframe i know i know that you do it we do we do know and i i believe i'm up first this time is that what we agreed upon yeah i flipped a coin in a darkened room (laughs) and um it went haywire about three feet that way but yes you did uh lose the coin toss so you're going first buddy i'm going first and before we get to that this episode is brought to you by bath and body works this perfect summer (laughs) oh my god we're both we're both burning the same candle right now folks we bought it last year i'm sure it'll be back this year if it's not i'll i don't know i'll eat a turtle well not like (laughs) Mm. Maybe, maybe just like a turtle pie. Okay. Can we, if that's still probably just as bad because those are really old at this point, but go get one. It's a good candle. It smells really good. It smells like suntan lotion. You all know well enough what you just heard. Still Believe by Tim Capello. If you don't know where that's from, it's from the Lost Boys. And where the fuck have you been this whole time? Seriously, how did you find this podcast? Absolutely. How did you find this podcast? Uh, First of all, I'd just like to say um, Tim Acapello. Acapello. Uh, Yes, that's the pronounce. Acapello. That's perfect. No, no, it's just just Capello, not Acapello. (laughs) Uh, Just a shredded man was back then is now still and i think he's like well into his 60s so you know good for him we were talking about physical fitness earlier <laughs> this man takes walks after dinner okay folks 
that probably takes walks after dinner after like lifting the entire gym up. <laughs> and as far as I know, I I don't go to like cons and shit like that. I haven't ever like ever pretty much. I know I'm embarrassed to say I don't. I wish I could, but anyway, it's a whole other story. Supposedly he's still pretty, you know, tip top condition. Still does this, performs this song at different cons and all kinds of stuff. He showed up for a small little show at a it's not even a music venue i mean it is but it's it's a bar in my hometown last summer yeah and i just missed him by like a night i didn't realize that he was there it was the weirdest thing somebody was like tim capello played last night at ralph's diner and i was like what the fuck what do you mean (laughs) and yeah he played a whole show so he was definitely shirt off top of the bar just ripping some sacks uh pretty pretty cool guy pretty cool dude if i do go see him you know what i'm bringing him what are you bringing him i'm bringing him a gift of homemade peanut butter boppers <laughs> little 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 peanut butter shit nuggets here you go <laughs> made these all by myself what the fuck I are made, they I, I followed grimy's recipe that i got off the uh nature made nature, nature valley nature valley website by the way, if you haven't checked it out and you're not a patron, go subscribe to the Patreon because Grimy did, in fact, make those little Lost Boys peanut butter nuggets of shit. <laughs> and uh, they turned out pretty good. <laughs> yeah, not horrible. I mean, I ate like two and threw the rest out, but like, oh, they, they were fine. Oh, dude, they were so sweet. So sweet. I could have. I, I just never seize these opportunities, you know? I, I never <laughs> see them through. But anyways, uh, yeah, so anyways. we chose this for a summer song. Is it a summer song? Like, and content-wise, no, not really. I mean, it's 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 a good song, but it is a summery. Not, not really. It's arguably not summer. What really, why I picked it is really just the scene that this song appears on. All right, so put yourself into this little scenario here. Santa Carla, California, middle of summer, you're the new kid in town and you're at this carnival near the boardwalk or on the boardwalk, yada, yada. You're surrounded by music and a huge crowd of people. Every conceivable stereotype of the 80s is present. You got like your punks, your goths, you got your like little girls in fucking bikinis and shit. Like it's totally like a California scene in the 80s. There's fucking bonfires. I don't know if you've ever really watched the fire. case. There's fire all, everywhere. All dude. over the place. There's <laughs> fire everywhere. There's like, and t- he is so sweaty. And you're like, why is he so sweaty? And it's like, well, it's the middle of the summer. And then you're like, well, wouldn't he be cooled off by the nice sea breeze? He is right on the ocean. And then you look and there's like 15 foot fucking flames on either side of him. You're like, well... That's probably why this man is so sweaty right now. And and that's not even including the baby oil that he dumped all over himself before the show. Like, you know, there's at least half a bottle to two and a half bottles poured all over him. (laughs) But yeah, he's up there and he's just fucking hip thrusting his way through life. And I mean, it's working. Them people were pretty fucking stoked all around him. A bunch of like long haired dudes head banging. But you're still just that new kid, and the only thing that has your attention out of all of that is this beautiful, long-haired, brunette girl. It's the only thing that has your attention, and you don't even have a fucking clue who she is. That, my friend, is summer vibes. (laughs) (laughs) How how long did it take you to write that up? I just want to... That's like... That's your magnum opus right there. No, that was was my third half-hour bathroom break today at work, so... (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> just just composing a masterpiece on your phone yeah. on your on your shit break at work just like and there you are in Santa Carla <laughs> a beautiful brunette girl staring into your soul yeah, dude. while the sexy saxman plays off in the distance <laughs> That's where the big band used to come and play My sister went there on a Saturday Come dancing All our boyfriends used to come and call Why not come dancing It's only natural Another Saturday, another date She would be ready but she'd always make him wait In the hallway all right, so my first song, my first pick for this year, Summer Playlist Grimy, what you've just been listening to was Come Dancing by The Kinks off their album State of Confusion, released way back in November of 1982. Now, I don't know about you, this is one of those songs that I definitely heard a lot as a kid, didn't realize that I heard it a lot as a kid, and I had totally, like, completely forgotten about it until, like, February of this past year and it came on randomly on some shuffle on Spotify maybe and I I immediately recognized that that hook that melody that and I said wait a minute <laughs> I've heard this song before hold on and that began a two and a half month obsession with this song and I'm happy to say that I'm still not sick of it nice nice you know, I actually had a moment like that not long ago with a completely different song, but I totally get it. Like, you, you hear that one little jingle, and you're just, like, sick for, like, months at a time trying to find the song. And finally, you're, like, in Walmart, or you're sitting at work or something, and it comes across the radio, you're like, fuck, what's the song? So you grab the phone out, and you start doing the little the uh, the song ID or whatever, and then you have this relief until, like, it's over and existential dread again. Yeah, and then you're sick of it. And, you know, I have I have another song that I pitched for this show called Chihuahua Cha 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 that you wouldn't let me talk about. <laughs> it's like Little Tim, but with dog noises. Okay. <laughs> uh, so if you guys want a little bonus, uh, go look up Chihuahua Cha 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 because that's uh, also another song that I'm obsessed with right now. But nonetheless, <laughs> we're talking about the Kinks. Um, I find it super weird that it was released in November because to me. This has just got big beach vibes just yeah. all over it. It's that that ska vibe to it that, you know, maybe I'm yeah. in like Aruba or like maybe Key West mm-hmm. just sucking down pina coladas, you know? Yeah, totally. I'm I'm not uh, gutting a turkey to this song. <laughs> I'm not watching Macy's Thanksgiving Parade listen to this song. That's not happening. I'm totally strolling on the beach or... Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> watching some fireworks or something at a golf course, whatever. That's it. That's exactly it. I So for me, when I hear this song, what I think of is this is probably a song that would have been playing at one of my parents' summer cookouts. So, you know, 4th of July, yeah. Memorial Day, I don't know, a random Saturday in late July when they just decided to have people over for hot dogs and swimming in the pool. Like this would have been, I think I've talked about it before. My dad had like a six CD changer at one point and they always had the same six CDs in it. Like my whole growing (laughs) up life, they only changed it out once a year. It was like the summer, the summer CDs. And then she changed it out for Christmas. So then it was the Christmas CDs. (laughs) 
<laughs> but one of them slots definitely Smash Mouth took up. Uh, well, well, you know, maybe later in life when I came <laughs> along, you know. <laughs> but this just sounds like one of the songs that would have been on one of those six CDs between the months of um, May to August, basically. And then, you know, Christmas was in it from there on out. That being said, um, that's a pretty upbeat song, isn't it? Definitely very danceable. Yeah. So, and that's one thing I wanted to comment on. I was reading so many comments on YouTube underneath this video, and the majority of them were like, every time I hear this song, I would just bawl my fucking eyes out. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I seriously would rather just listen to this at like a summer picnic or whatever. Have a couple of drinks mm-hmm. and just fucking, I don't like dance or anything, but I could see me drinking enough to dance to this song. Mm-hmm. Like just, even if I'm just like fucking bopping around <laughs> or whatever. Head, but Bopping your foot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. You know, doing that thing where like you pretend to dance, but like, mm-hmm. you know, you're kind of into the song. Yeah. So did you look up why these people might have thought this was a sad song? (laughs) Yeah. So and that's another thing I wanted to bring up. And I I don't know if we came to the same conclusion on this or not. But the majority of them, they said that this the the lead singer or maybe one of the guys of the band, this was a tribute to their sister. Yeah. So they were brothers in the band. So it was actually the the singer and maybe it was a guitar player or the drummer. I don't know. They they were brothers. So it was a tribute to their sister and uh, their older sister. Renee, and um, it's inspired by the memories uh, of her when she would go out when she was younger to a dance hall, and she would go dancing on Friday nights. And in the song, they call it a pally or a poly, P-A-L-L-Y. That's what he's talking about. That's what they used to call the dance halls over in England, over in Britain. Okay. Yeah. So um, that's what he's talking about. And Grimey, why is it a sad song? Why is this a sad memory? Does she die? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really didn't read that much further into it. Did she, she pass away? She died, what... she died of a heart attack while she was dancing at a dance hall. <laughs> I was wondering, before you gave me your explanation why you like this song, I was like, maybe it just reminds him of his sister. <laughs> Right, so no. I even I even I even made up some lyrics to go with this one here, all right? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I'm ready. Me and my sister are at the hospital. I didn't get to play my fucking game <laughs> because she ate my grandpa's medicine. <laughs> right? I mean, come on. If anybody out there is a musician and they want to record a cover with those lyrics or a reworking Dude. of those lyrics, maybe listen back to our Mario show when I describe in detail how she almost died. I, w- I would love to hear your version of Come Dancing uh, about my sister Dude, maybe good. dying. Almost dying. It's pretty good. Yeah, that, that's pretty that's good. Pretty, yeah. That's So you guys have probably noticed by now I'm like 
I don't want to say a one-trick pony, more like a four-trick pony, <laughs> all right? <laughs> so if it isn't TMNT or Killer Clowns or Ghostbusters, it's undoubtedly going to be the return of the living dead, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, who could have saw that coming? Not me and uh, not the yeah. listeners. This is um, definitely total not. shock. So anyways, that was The Cramps with Surf and Dead, which was, I guess, specifically produced for the movie The Return of the Living Dead. I don't know how true that is. I think I read that. Mm, yeah. The Cramps, that's pretty funny. Um, sometimes I get those on my nightly walks after dinner. <laughs> Your nightly walks? I actually have one right now. Yeah, oh, it's totally it's, you should it's bugging. Banana. Yeah. The potassium helps those, I hear. Banana. Yeah. 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 I don't think I really ever asked you. Have you ever actually watched Return of the Living Dead fully? Are you are you a fan? Oh of the yeah, movie? many times, many times. I got the uh, <clears throat> the Shout Factory, Scream Factory, special edition Blu-ray years ago when that came out. And uh, okay, yeah, I really, I really, I dig that movie. It is, it is good. I mean, it's just, you know what it is. I just get sick of hearing about it around Fourth of July. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was my next comment. I was going to ask, like, do you actually know the movie because you watched it, or is it just because me and Zach won't <laughs> shut the fuck up about it? No, <laughs> I wa- I watched it before then. But yeah, the the two of you, um, you should fucking get a room with this film reel or something. Like, you know, you each take a reel to a different room and go your separate ways because apparently that's just what heaven is for you two. So to be honest, the entire soundtrack of this movie is pretty bomb. Uh, I could have used literally any song whatsoever on this that's but this one here spoke the most to me because not only is it uh, an actual summer song um it it also gives me a reason to talk a little bit about horror films and horror stuff and plus i keep mentioning zach uh you guys most of you know that he's the third pizza boy he's super proud of me right now for bringing this one up i'm sure so uh, bonus points there oh yeah he's he's smiling up at you from yeah down below the deep south <laughs> yeah not hell tennessee but it's pretty close no, yeah, <laughs> it is pretty close <laughs> no i'm just kidding um yeah no the two of you uh really i think that was one of the first things that you ever hit it off over was the returning uh return of the living dead you know that's part of the reason why this movie pisses me off is because the fucking just title off is the just you know, some child's play. You see how how easily that yeah. rolls off the tongue. Evil Dead. Very easy to say. Yeah. Return of the Living Dead. You know, a lot of yeah. syllables, a lot of words. You don't, you don't abbreviate it and just say Roddle. Roddle. Yeah. Rod- <laughs> Roddle McDoddle. <laughs> do people do people call it Roddle? I don't know if I've ever heard anyone. Ah, maybe I'll start a trend. Roddle. Yeah. Hashtag we're Roddle. Watching, you want me to take? We're a watching Twitter? fucking Roddle tonight. I I like the the song The Servant Dead. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's it's cool, man. It's got some beachy vibes to it, which some of the yeah. other tracks in that movie don't really have that don't. summer vibe to it, which I feel yeah. is like kind of essential to the whole selling me on the idea that this is supposed to be taking place on Fourth of July, you know? Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack isn't bad. It just overall could be a bit more summery, and uh, that's why this is like definitely one of the stronger tracks from that soundtrack. Because it really does sell that whole summer vibe. And it's definitely, it's perfect for one of our summer playlists. And a great opportunity for you to talk about horror, like you said. And I really, really love the whole, the rockabilly vibe. Uh, And you're going to see that in my later picks too. But like, it's just kind of, for me, this is such a transition song. You know, 
so I can listen during the summertime, and it's that like perfect kind of almost spooky song to get me over the hump mm-hmm. into Halloween. So yeah, you know, it's just like I said, it's a transition song, you know. Perfect, perfect for very hazy, very hot and humid, and like sort of gross days towards the end of the summer. I I totally get it. Yeah, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm right there with you. This isn't so much a, a June or even early July song as it is like dog days of summer, like real real gross. We're in the thick of it. Yeah, you know, pop this yep. one on at like the beginning of August. Certainly not during Christmas or New Year's, so... uh. Yeah, definitely don't do that. People on this show definitely (laughs) don't do that. to nowhere by the talking heads and uh i don't know about you i definitely don't know about you i can only speak for me okay <laughs> i have been on one hell of a talking heads kick lately um i just found out that a24 for some weird reason got the rights to the talking heads concert film stop making sense and they remastered it supposedly in 4K. It's their big old concert movie from like 83 or something. And it's coming back out this summer. So in preparation of me sort of relearning some Talking head songs to go see that movie and have just like a blast at the theater later this summer, uh, I've been listening. And it brought me back to this song, Road to Nowhere, uh, released in September, believe it or not, of 1985. Another one of those songs where it's not not the right time of the year that it was released. I this this would have been an absolute smash if it came out back, you know, June, July even. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Totally. Uh again, I've I've never listened to this one before. I don't even think I've listened to any Talking Heads songs before now that we're we're talking about it, but what a bop, man! This is this is a great pick. Yeah, you like it? It's it's weird. It starts off with like some some gospely singing, yeah, and then kind of just makes its way into like a marching, thumping, like accordion-driven uh, new wave song. I I don't. It's definitely weird. My original take on this song was that it would probably be a good one to listen to at the end of the day when you're just kind of driving around aimlessly on like a hot summer night. But also, I kind of see it as being like a really good early morning song when it's like the wee hours of the day and you're just like, it's still kind of cold, the the grass still has some dew all over it and you're just kind of... Need something to pep you up a little bit before your your day. Yeah, I, I could see it going either way, really. Oh, absolutely. Great end cap song. Uh, either beginning or the end. You yeah. know, this isn't yes. um, yep. a high noon song, all right? I'm not no. <laughs> I'm not in the pool ripping this song. You're just, just yeah, this, like you said, yeah. This isn't the rager. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a nice, like, sort of mellow, but upbeat enough that you're not, like, chilling to it. You're like, okay. Yeah. This is either getting me ready to have a good night or this is getting me ready to have a good day. Um, I know I know what you're saying, and, and I agree. Totally. So mm-hmm. did you happen to watch the music video at all for this or just listen to the song? Uh, I may have kind of 
seen it in the corner of my eye. This is a fancy way of saying no. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I no. barely watched it. <laughs> That's okay. I'm going to describe some scenes for you, and you might want to go back and watch it afterwards because what I'm going to tell you is just going to be like, hmm. That's weird and intriguing. I kind of want to see okay. what you're talking about. Um, so it's on the summer playlist. So obviously I need to sell you on the idea that this is like a summer song, right? Indeed a summer song. Yeah, sure. So, you know, the, the song itself, you know, kind of reminds me of I Still Believe for you, right? It doesn't necessarily sound super summer. Uh, you could you could believe it, you know. You could you could understand, but it's the visuals that I think you need to help marry the two and and get you over that hump into the into the mindset that this is for the summer season. So in the music video, we start off the song, like I said, with that gospel singing, and the start of the music video actually starts in the basement of a church, and there, you know, how sometimes in churches they have like in the basement, these weird, like, little mini stages. Oh, yeah. And I don't yeah. know why, weird. like, I don't what know, for? for kids to perform God plays? I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's <laughs> where the sacrifices are done. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly, yeah. So, so at the beginning of this music video, there's a whole bunch of people gathered together singing the beginning of this song, and it's very distracting because there is one man to the left of the screen and he is wearing the shortest shorts I've ever seen any man wear in my life. Like, gave Bruce Jenner, back when he was a runner, a run for his money with how short these shorts are. I mean, no doubt you've seen the pictures really? of Bruce Jenner at the Olympics. This man's shorts might be shorter than that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shorter than Charlie Day's shorts? Well, those are jorts. That's a whole, you know. Jorts, right. The range of motion on those are just un, unparalleled. You see how low you can get in jorts? Yeah, dude. You, he can go lower. You can go lower. It's it's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. So we start there. We set the scene with the shorter shorts I've ever seen. And then the next cut is just this wide shot of a very long, like never ending almost desert road so just some blacktop no cars on it and just walking down the left side of the road is a guy no shoes on in a bathing suit you just see the back of him and he's holding a pool tube just walking down this endless road in the desert so you're like okay and you know david byrne the lead singer of the talking heads the man's an artist in in every sense Mm -hmm. of the word he just he makes weird shit like the way that artists do, you know? And so maybe he's trying to say something greater or grander than, you know, just a guy walking right. down the street. But to me, all I could think was, yeah, that's what it felt like walking around my house to the pool when I was a kid. <laughs> it's just, I was going to say, it, it, it sounds like it's hot there. Yeah. 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 I mean, it just he's felt got like the point longest across. walk like from my back door <laughs> To my pool yeah. when I was a kid. And this just feels like he he took that feeling and put it to film. So yeah. that's, you know, that's part of the summer uh, visual. It totally is. Me. Mm-hmm. Um, some other things that pop up that are, you know, vaguely summer. There's a guy riding a, a riding lawnmower. So, you know. Do with that that's, what you will. Indeed summary. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I... uh, there's a lot of pool shots of David Byrne both in a uh, swimsuit jumping into a pool and underwater and popping up through that same tube that he was carrying down the street. 
And then, uh, you know, sometimes he's got full, fully clothed. He's, he's got clothes on, uh, you know, so, so there's that. <laughs> so, only, only sometimes, you know, you can basically smell the chlorine, but, <laughs> and then, you know, it's just a weird video in general. Like there's some really weird, like cool. stop motion and like the entirety of the video just has David Byrne in a picture in picture at the bottom right of the screen, just constantly running. For for no oh, for no wow. reason, for, like I I don't understand why it's happening. But uh, well, he's he's working off his dinner, you know. He's, he, then he's gonna go and get the cramps. <laughs> oh, goddamn! He's taking he's taking his after dinner stroll. See? Oh, yeah. oh, he was at that age. He was at that age. <laughs> we were at a party. Hey, Derek, you see that rock over there? It isn't a rock. It's a rock lobster. (laughs) Try to get some sleep out there. Sleep out there. (laughs) Cue the music. So one thing's for certain. If you caught our last summer playlist, you've probably noticed how easy as fuck it is to slip in a B-52 song and get away with it for a summer playlist. Oh, my God. Like the (laughs) ultimate summer surfy band. Uh, and just that voice, Fred. What an angel, oh, yeah. you know. Yep. What, what an angel of a human yep. being. Very, uh, very energetic for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think there's one B fifty two song that's not perfect for like a beach stroll. This one, especially, like, come on, come on, come on, come on, man. That's it. That's the whole. That's the whole segment. That's that's, that's it. That's it. That's your pick. Moving on to the next yeah, one. That's it. Moving on to the next one. To the next one. <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, there are, every B fifty two song is very energetic, uh, bright, and they have a lot of movement, and motion. But they also, just like my previous pick, they have that eerie kind of rockabilly or psychobilly kind of flair to it, and that's genuinely what I love about this song and the B fifty twos as a whole. It's just another one of those kind of getting you over the hump of summer songs and down into, you know, the spooky season. So yeah, that's true. I I guess I never thought of it that way, especially this song because of how fucking goofy it is, but there is like a bit of a darkness to it. Um, Yeah, totally. And I don't think that I've ever actually noticed that because, you know, growing up, I want to say that the place that introduced me to this song was family guy when I was in like middle school. Oh yeah. Yes. So when your introduction is Family Guy, it's kind of hard to see the dark side of it. But yeah, now that you mention it, there definitely is like a bit more of an edge than initially there, you know, would appear to be. But uh, when you really break it down, it's a seven minute song about a beach party with this like nonsensical event and crazy animal noises that further depict said events. It's fucking sensational, man. (laughs) Seriously, it's... (laughs) One of my favorite songs. 
Uh, and it's it wasn't on any of my my previous summer playlists. So I'm really really happy I'm able to mention it right now. And to really sell my point on how good this song is, uh, I went to Wiki. This is the first single from the B-52s to hit the Billboard Hot 100, sitting at number 56. You know, being on the Billboard Hot 100, that's great. You know, anybody can accomplish being on the Billboard Hot 100, you know. You know what everybody can't do (laughs) is make a song that's so good and so inspiring. (laughs) That it pulls John Lennon out of a five-year hiatus from music. <laughs> Bro, that's real. <laughs> Did you happen to read what it what it said, like his exact quote? Uh, I did, but I chose not to write it down because I, I like to... Do you have it? Do you have it? I do, I have please it. I have it, it. Please, go ahead. It reminded him of Yoko's music. And he decided to get out the old axe and wake up the wife. <laughs> That's just, the fucking power, I, the B-52 I, I chose to not write it down because I just wanted to, like, picture the scenario in my head and just, like, reenact it in the way that I saw fit. Which was that, like, him leaping out of bed. But him being like, oh my god, that's the answer. Yeah. I've had no inspiration for the last five years. <laughs> this band... With their monkey noises, I gotta get back out there and on the horse, really on good. the lobster. You know, when you when you say jump out of bed, the only thing I'm picturing is Charlie Bucket's grandpa <laughs> getting up out of bed, <laughs> this lazy ass. He's like, "Oh shit, this good, bro." <laughs> <laughs> oh, the yeah, the B-52s was his golden ticket, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Can we rock? What's up, Doc? Can we rock? What's up, Doc? Can we rock? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? They're two scoops and raisin in the sun. Brother try to rally up, then daily tally for some room. Bird decking, double decking, rubber necking in my room. Check it out, yo. I smile like Groucho marks. I make a joke, pokey poke, slide by like egg yolk. Play me like a punk, like the penguin and the joker. Snooping in my biz like Tom and Roxy Roka. The bust a freaky, freaky, freaky way. The brothers with the ancient keys making cheese. Hey, Grimey. What's up? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Can we rock? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. We rock. He said it. He said, yeah, for those of you who haven't figured it out yet uh, from like the 18,000 times they say it in this song, this song is called What's Up, Doc? Can We Rock? by Fushnickens featuring featuring Grimy Who? The Big Shaq. The Big Shaq attack, bro. Shaquille O'Neal himself. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. And I, I just like to say... I, I don't give a fuck. This is Shaq's song. Uh, we were speaking off air yeah. a second ago. This is Shaq's song. I mean... Even though it's not. It's weird. It's so weird because... So so the group, Fushnickens, first of all, released... This whole song was released in June of 1993. So I think this might be the first time on this list today that we've had a summer song that's very summery and gives me the, the good summer vibes that was released at the beginning, at the top of the summer. So like... Round of applause. Fushnickens. Yeah, absolutely. You did it. I don't know how you pulled it off. You did it. Oh, also, can you can you just say the name one more time, but like slow for like a five-year-old because that's me. How how do you say this? Fushnickens? Fushnickens. Schnickens. Schnickens. Fushnickens. All right. I'm never going to say that with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's kind of why it. I love it. Like the group name. Yeah. It's just... All right. So 
let, let's get into it. Let's like do a little bit of a deep dive because for me, this came on randomly again on Spotify, I don't know, a couple months ago. I have never heard of this group, Fushnikins. Yeah, same. I, I was just going to say, I don't know how because I listen to a lot of like old school hip hop, especially not just like new stuff, but like a lot of the older stuff I tend to adhere to the most. But like, I've never heard of this group. Never. Never. And to me, my initial vibes were, oh, that kind of sounds like, I don't know, maybe like a knockoff Wu-Tang a little bit. Definitely. And Absolutely. Of course, I start drawing the connections because of Fu and Wu, you know. Yeah. And uh, so Fu is actually very important to this whole group's, like, identity, okay? Because it's not just oh. in the name grimy. So Fu Schnickens is composed of, uh, this straight from Wikipedia, Chip Fu, Mock Fu, and Pock Fu. So those are your three members. They all picked a nickname and then ended it with Foo. And Foo stood for unity and Schnicken was made uh, a made up word that they attributed uh, to coalition. Okay. So unity coalition. That's the whole thing. So, so the unity comes in because they all have the same last name in the group. They're all Foo, right? Like they're, they're all, they're brethren of the Foo. And then I'm not going to lie. You completely lost me. I'm just sitting here thinking of all the cool things that could go in front of food to make it sound funny. So, <laughs> oh, we should make our own food nicknames. Is that why Shaq Fu is Shaq Fu then, or what? I wonder like, if there's some influence there. If Shaq there Fu, obviously Kung Fu, because this group, much like Wu Tang, in my uh, in my discovery when I did a deep dive, they also were very influenced. By you know martial, martial arts, arts and kung stuff, fu. Yeah. yeah, all that yep. stuff. So in my in my mind, they're kind of like an extension of Wu Tang, even though they have nothing to do with Wu Tang. Totally, it's like yeah, same vibes, you know. Yeah, it's like uh, Far Side and Souls of Mischief. It, it, they just one invented the other, basically. So yeah, yeah, it's like Air Jordans and like and one. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, spaghetti and lamb chop. You know. <laughs> Spaghetti and lamb chop, yes. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> okay. So now we've got all this out of the way. <laughs> you keep saying this is really Shaq's song, right? Oh yeah. You're, it's Shaq's song. You're, <laughs> you're not technically wrong about that because Shaq does feature pretty heavily in this song. He gets a verse to himself. And in the choruses, he's the person saying, what's up, Doc? All right. That's all Shaq. Yeah. And to further sort of prove your point that this is Shaq's song and not Fushnikin's song, even though it is their song, they invited him to come guest star. Somehow this song wound up on his first album before it ended up on a Fushnikin's album. So figure that out. This was on Shaq Diesel before it appeared on <laughs> any one of their releases. <laughs> uh, Shaq Diesel oh, was shit. released in October of 93 for those keeping count. So the song was released as a single in June of 93 and then appeared on a, on a full album, Shaq's Shaq Diesel, before the Fushnikens album hit after that. So... Super weird, but um, very weird. So the background of this song and why it's called "What's Up, Doc" is actually the original version of this song 
uh, sampled Looney Tunes in Bugs Bunny. So the what's up doc in question, that was Bugs Bunny's voice sample. And oh, nice. WB were being real fat bastards and oh, blocked sure. the sample. So that sort of sent them scrambling like, all right, we've got to re-record this. How are we going to go about doing that? And Shaq mentioned, I think on an interview somewhere, that he was a fan of Fushnikens, the the group. Mm -hmm. And they reached out and they were like, hey, I think you rap. Would you like to feature on our song called What's Up, Doc? And he fucking took him up on it. <laughs> so, Holy fuck. Hey, Shaq, you want to be our fucking Bugs Bunny, please? Like, like, what was that conversation what, like? What a bonkers story that is. Like, it's yeah, wild. Like, it started because they just wanted to sample Bugs Bunny in Looney Tunes and then ended up with Shaq on probably his biggest hit that he's ever had. Just, like, blowing That's my the mind. The best thing ever. Well, I mean, I don't know. To to the day, yeah, it might have been his biggest hit. But then they wrote the movie Kazam, and he had all kinds of bangers on there. Yeah, so. no, no, that was um, uh, that was Sinbad, wasn't it? Oh, oh yeah, Shaz Kazam, Shazam. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, no, that was Shaq doesn't have yeah. a genie movie. Sinbad does. Ooh, yeah, Mandela effect. <laughs> um. So uh, aside from me listening to this. And just picturing myself sitting on a stoop somewhere in Brooklyn on like a 95 degree day, just like drinking a 40, uh, you know, giving me that summer vibe. Um, yeah. I, I really picked this song, Grimey, because I think this is like the quintessential leftover pizza song. Like uh, the What's Up Doc, Looney Tunes cartoon, you know, that's all very much our brand. But let me read off some of these lyrics for you. Um I taught, I taught a putty tat. I did, I did. The Humpty Dumpty, bashful, grumpy Quaker, Nabisco, Crisco kid. Okay. Dude, that's a fucking, that's, two, that's a line if I ever Two heard lines. One. Just a lot there. We've got a Sylvester reference. We've got uh, nursery rhymes. We've got Quaker and Nabisco. All mentioned in the same line. And then we keep going down. They mention the digital underground. They they mention uh, Suffer and Succotash, we're back on Looney Tunes again. Uh, Snow White is after my seven dwarfs, my style, and after me Lucky Charms. So we get a Snow White <laughs> followed by a Lucky Charms. Uh, what else do we oh, yeah. have? My pedal to the metal, I'm rugged and rough for Cocoa Puffs. Yes, and I love my Fruity Pebbles. Cocoa Puffs, Fruity Pebbles. And then later on in this same verse, this is all from verse two, by the way. This isn't even Shaq yet. This is just one of the members of Fushnickens, okay? He mentions Captain Crunch, Speedy Gonzalez, and he works in bat both Batman and the Batman. Na 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 na. Oh yeah, yeah. Into the rhyme. I can't really say much else about this song because I've been going on about it for a while, but I just I kind of love it, and I think it's perfect for our summer playlist. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna be listening to it. For a very, very long time, like all summer mm -hmm. and probably next summer and probably the summer after that. And then I'll be done. My last
last pick of the evening, a little old song by Docking called... I'm sorry, did you say Docking or Docking? Because... (laughs) I know, I have to speak clearly here. Docking. Docking, yeah. Docking is on the Patreon exclusive. We, you, you know... Go in detail. You got yeah. You got to pay for that. Yeah, we can't say it for yeah. free. NS, yeah. NSFW. <laughs> so yeah, Into the fire. by Dawkins. Whoa, dude, did you just hear that? Why? Why does it keep doing that? Every time you say, Into the fire. whoa, it did it again. Every time I say, Into the fire. oh my god, holy shit, why did holy it do shit. that? <laughs> That's so weird. Hmm. Maybe maybe we'll just we'll try not to say it too often. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll try not to say. Into the fire. Son of a bitch, I did it again. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but anyways, when it comes to summer songs, the hardest thing to do is to not be so completely obvious. I mean, any playlist, really. Like, Halloween, you can't pick Thriller. You obviously can't pick fucking Monster Mash. Like, everyone knows those things are there. Shouldn't pick them. Uh, we could have easily put on the Atari's Boys of Summer or, like, Summer of 69 or the Beach Boys Wipeout, like, Easy stuff. You got to be a little more creative, you know? So no, again, this is not, quote unquote, a summary song at its core in the slightest. It is, however, a pretty bitchin' track and surely at least complementary to a summer playlist. Yeah, absolutely. No, I totally agree with that. And, uh, you know, I think I wrote an article about it a few years back, but uh, the whole the whole point of the article was basically that, like, Horror is for summer too. <laughs> horror Absolutely. isn't just for mm-hmm. Halloween. Now, if you've been listening long enough, everybody probably knows that I am very opinionated about what sort of horror you should be watching during the summer months. But I'm, I, I'm there with them. I second it. Mm-hmm. But I am very, very much of the opinion that the Nightmare on Elm Street series is actually best if enjoyed during the summer. Or at least during totally. warmer weather, uh, especially, you know, if you're going to pair it alongside like Friday the 13th, because don't fucking come mm-hmm. at me with Friday the 13th <laughs> any other time than the summer. You're watching that in, yeah. in the fall. Fuck you. Uh, but Nightmare at Elm Street, I mean, think about it. It's hot. It's sweat, especially Nightmare 2. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. it's all yeah. about boiler rooms and being hot and melting. Yep. And is that not like what's going on in the summer for us people? To that point. That is exactly how I feel about this song, you know, on those hot ass days where you're absolutely, you just cannot fathom the idea of walking outside away from your air conditioner or what have you, but you do it anyways. This song, the chorus especially, speaks volume is and is super relatable. And bonus points, if you haven't gathered by now, it's one of the many songs featured on Dawkins' Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors soundtrack. I, I thought it was a really cool thing that they, they got their whole entire movie soundtrack just for them. But most people, and we were talking about this off air, they choose what song now? <sighs> they tr- choose Dream Warriors. Yeah, which I get it. But it again, is the song the of the movie. Pick. You know, it is based off the title of the movie. It's not that it's a bad song. It's just overplayed. I just get so sick of hearing two things. I get sick of hearing two things, Grimy, when it comes to Nightmare on Elm Street. Number one, that part three is the end-all, be-all, best nightmare movie, okay? And number two, hearing the fucking song over and over when people 
bring up part three. Uh, it's it's not that the song is bad. It's not that the movie's bad. It's just that it's played out, man. So that's why I like that you chose. Into the fire. God damn it! Whoa, Jesus! All right, Christ, I'm sorry. That's so weird. That's why so I like uh, why you chose this song, Grimey. Yeah. Speaking of which, though, I did want to ask you. Uh, obviously, Nightmare Three is not not your your forte when it comes to Elm Street films. What is your favorite Elm Street film? Favorite Elm Street film proper is definitely. Two, part two, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Nightmare 2 is just a very mean-spirited movie. Uh, very hot, very sweaty, you know, and, and there is a whole pool scene too. So, you know, very summary in that regard as well. If I'm talking True. about not proper, because New Nightmare is a little weird, like it's not really part of the original. It is and it isn't, right? But New Nightmare, I think, is technically my favorite out of all of the movies. Okay, um, all right. But if we're going one through six, then yeah, part two. Uh, interestingly enough, my favorite one, and to due to nostalgia alone, is Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. I always forget about Freddy vs. Jason. Mm, that so was honestly, dog. it was the first, the first Jason and Freddy film I ever actually got to watch. It was before I really was into, uh, really serious into horror. Like, I'd, everybody knows I watched Killer Clowns and Roddle, all them movies back in the day. But, like, this... I wasn't a quote-unquote horror fan yet, you know? Yeah. But this one, I got to see this one in theaters, and it stuck with me ever since. It had a bitchin' soundtrack, a bunch of new metal, like fucking Slipknot, and a bunch of other random bands were on it. It had everything going for me, mm. and that's probably why I like it the most. Kelly Rowland. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, the one Destiny's Child. She didn't make it, Woo! but Listen, still awesome. One of my... First and earliest crushes, I think. She is pretty good in that movie. That's all I'm going to say. But what I will say <laughs> about Freddy vs. Jason, I love it, and I've always loved it, and I've never really understood the hate for it, and I actually praise it a bit more because it does exactly what you just said that it does. It was a lot of people's gateway into watching more horror movies because you knew oh, yeah. Freddy, you knew Jason. The prospect of them getting together and fighting and having to find out who would be the winner at the end. It doesn't matter if you were into horror or not at that point. You knew that they were like titans of the genre and you needed to see yeah. that. Even if you, you know, totally. didn't get to see it in the theater, you had to see it one way or another and uh mm-hmm. definitely delivered it, I think, personally. I agree. But it does it deliver as good as Into the fire. Oh my god, you got to stop saying it. You got to stop saying it, dude. All right, all right, I'll stop saying it. Into the fire! <laughs> Dang it! Uh, but like we uh, like we said before, yeah, the um, the entire Dream Warrior soundtrack is all Dawkins songs. With this one probably you. being the most iconic, aside from the Dream Warriors theme, and I'm really really proud to say that. Into the fire! <laughs> completes the summer 2023 leftover pizza playlist for my picks so picks all right i guess i got one more up my sleeve and it's um definitely a different vibe Uh, i guess i'll uh, it's a doozy guess i'll throw it out right uh right now after oh you didn't i did one more time i had to do it one more time
grimy. That's my last pick. That's it. Do I even need to say anything about this? I mean, there's there's no contract or anything. You really don't yeah, have to. But I, follower account. Yeah. <laughs> yes. For those of you like the one person in this world who's in the dark and has never heard music in the past 50 years, <laughs> that's I Want You Back by the Jackson 5. And uh, damn, dude, we were just talking about this. I was really struggling for a fourth song. Like, I had a Linda Ronstadt song in the running. <laughs> I, I mean, I always have a Smash Mouth song in the running. That's just a given. Totally. But... I was overthinking it a little bit. And it's like, what What do I want to listen to when the sun's shining down and I need to feel good, you know? Maybe I'm outside at a barbecue or sitting by the pool. Maybe I'm driving on a nice long summer drive and I just, I need to feel good and have a good time. Like, what song am I playing for that? And the answer, it's this. It's I Want You Back by the Jackson 5, bro. All I gotta say is Little Mikey. I love Lil Michael. Lil Michael, he's singing <laughs> I his love heart Lil Michael. out. Oh, I really do though, man. I I I don't know if anyone knows that I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan, and the Jackson Five. I feel like they don't get talked about enough. Yeah, they kind of get uh, swept aside, especially now. You know, after Michael yeah. Jackson's solo career um, and his mm-hmm. millions and millions of solo hits, they don't get mentioned as much. I think for good reason. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, we know now that, like, the dad was an asshole and he was very abusive. And he was sure. just overworking yeah. those kids. But, uh... <laughs> totally. You know, when uh, when they're coming out with hits like this, you kind of understand <laughs> it, you know? <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. No. We are we are not sweatshop apologists no. or anything, no. I promise you. He's an asshole. But this song is a banger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It is, man. It really is. And, you know, most of the majority of their songs are very bright and and happy and uplifting. Obviously, this one being one of the big ones. Tell me you can't listen to this and, you know, trot through some sand. Oh, absolutely. Dance through, trot through. through, Whatever you got to do, man. Just skipping, falling down, frolicking. Yeah, yeah, all of it. So this song was released in October of 1969, which... What a shame. What a pity, you know. But there's a but here. So released in October of 1969, but recorded between July and September of 1969. And I think you can just hear the summer in their voices. Just. Oh, yeah, totally. Very bright and bubbly. And you, yep. you just know that they're living it up and they're they're heading to the beach after you know they're being overworked for the day. They're 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 you know they're getting in some some good pool time. You know, I, you're right. I can sense yeah. that. I'm an empath. Okay. <laughs> yeah. At, at least five minutes, anyways, before. Come on, kids. Yeah, exactly. Or or I don't know. Let's let's give it the benefit of the doubt. You know, they just had dinner. They're going for their after dinner walk and <laughs> a- avoiding the cramps. <laughs> <laughs> But who knows, you know, maybe maybe uh maybe their after dinner walk was a lot like mine was today where I strolled through the park. There was a fuck ton of people there. Every single parking spot was taken up. There was a couple baseball games going on. It, it, oh man, the vibes were there. Like that people were having fires and stuff. You could smell people's cookouts. Mm-hmm. I'm not a summer hater like a lot of people I know. Like I know a lot of people summer is not their thing, but I can't help but smile. 
And that doesn't happen very often. I'm starting to come around to it. The older I get, the more um, nightly walks I take, the more I understand why people like the warm weather. I'm I'm not there yeah. all the way, but I'm getting there. Uh, in songs like this, they help. They help, like, you know, put me in the mood and, totally. and help me to understand why summer's a great season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm a little bit selfish in why I picked this song. You know, aside from it makes me feel good and blah, 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 serotonin. Okay. Uh, the real, <laughs> the real reason I picked this song, Grimy, is because it is Guardians of the Galaxy Summer, bitch. It is, dude. I don't give a shit. It is absolutely Guardians. Guardians took over, man. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, last year it was a, another Stranger Things summer. This year, yeah, I, was, rightfully so. I was sort of waiting to see what this year would bring. It's Guardians, and it has to be Guardians. Guardians 3 mm-hmm. just came out. Uh, you and I, um, as of this recording, will shortly be talking about that movie for the Patreon. So if you're interested in hearing our thoughts, maybe head over there. But uh, we both saw it. And it's just the closing of an era. Almost 10 years later, it took, you know, to complete this trilogy, the very perfect, immaculate, chef's kiss, Guardians trilogy. And it got me thinking back to how the series started. Um, Just very much an underdog of a movie, right? Just Guardians of the Galaxy. Nobody knows who the fuck these characters are. No, absolutely not. Like, not not a single person. I remember people talking to me about it, and I remember seeing all the little, like, the little group memes of him, like, puking and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I have no idea what this is. And then finally watching it and be like, holy shit, I'm automatically in love with these characters out of nowhere. Never heard of them until today, and I already feel like they're family. Like, they've been there with me my entire life. Exactly. exactly. So we got to go through this for almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. Started in August of 2014. So to me, Guardians has always sort of been a summer movie uh, experience for me anyways. So it's just super fitting yeah. that the, the new one came out here at the beginning of May and just closed out that that beautiful little chapter um the only marvel stuff that i ever actually really cared about and when i you know went to go see the movie the the newest one got me thinking back to the first one and how that one ended and it ended with this song and baby groot in a jar and baby groot was yes. dancing to this song <laughs> just jamming just jamming mm-hmm. out and uh doing his whole thing where when Drax would look at him, he wouldn't dance you know, wouldn't dance, wouldn't move because he didn't want Drax for whatever reason to know that he could move around and dance. It was just kind of funny. But I just remember how that sort of became like the pop culture icon of the twenty twenties. Oh, yeah. Just yep. baby Groot was just like a sensation. And uh it, it all started right. because of this song. And it all happened in the summer. And to me, it just felt like a perfect way to close out this playlist and and just wrap up our summer playlist and wrap up our Guardians talk and put that chapter behind us and just sort of barrel forward into the new season. Good choice, man. But wait, there's more. Hang on to your seat, baby, because this one's a screamer. I'll be back. Uh Yes, thank you, Mr. Wayans. There is more. (laughs) <laughs> technically but i'm gonna make you people wait through it we're gonna do our our traditional ending here and then we're gonna give you your little bonus bit and then send you riding off into the sunset isn't that right grimy absolutely because we, we really want to see you guys listen to the entire show you can't don't miss out on it it's really good it's it, i promise it's going to be worth it in the end please don't stop <laughs> please please don't stop <laughs> please 
So anyways, yeah, uh, this has been our 2023 summer playlist. And uh, I, I just love doing these. I just, I, I love building a summer playlist and it's going to be on Spotify. It's on Spotify. We added it to last year's summer playlist. So we'll post it up in the Facebook group. If you're not a member, join over there and, uh, you know, you can find it in there. It's Leftover Pizza Club on Facebook.com. Absolutely. We are also on Instagram at Leftover Pizza Podcast. Check us out there. We are also over on just Facebook with the website. Speaking of the website, leftoverpizzaclub.com. We write all kinds of cool nostalgic articles and uh, not recently, but it's almost spooky season. We're going to get our acts in gear. We're going to we're everything's going to be back full speed. You'll see. Oh yeah, you'll you'll definitely see. And uh we tweet a lot at uh at LFT OVR, Leftover Pizza Club on Twitter. And in addition, we've got the Patreon, which I've mentioned probably too many times throughout this episode. But (laughs) if you want to support us over there, there are tiers starting at just a dollar and you can get bonus episodes, exclusive articles that will only ever be posted over on the Patreon. And you can find that patreon.com forward slash leftover pizza club. It really helps to keep supporting the show and uh, helps us to keep doing what we're doing for you. So consider donating and becoming a member. Speaking of supporting the show, there's one really cool solid you could do us, and that is rating and reviewing us on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Please give us a five star if you feel so inclined. It really, really helps us out a lot, helps our show get into other people's ear holes, and they feel serotonin and all that good stuff going through their brains and... Or they hate us, whichever. I mean, whichever. one way or another, we just kind of want to be heard. Yeah, we, we definitely, cool. yeah. Yeah, we're, we're very narcissistic. Very narcissistic. <laughs> and while we're at it, make sure that you subscribe because you'll be notified of our episodes as we post them. And uh, you want that, don't you? You want to know when we post new stuff. If you're not following us everywhere else, you know, one more one more notification can't hurt. All right, so that was the big spiel. So what is this little bonus thing here all about? Well, the big bonus thing at the end, we technically have a ninth song for you all. I know. Hold your applause. Round of applause. Hold it. Hold it. Well, all right. A little bit more. Just just a little bit of applause. Just a a little bit. Um, So we decided it would be fun if maybe we picked an official Leftover Pizza Club song of the summer for the year 2023. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but at the start of the show, the show began with Summertime by... DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. And that was something that we agreed on last year, that that was last year's song of the summer. And uh, so we figured we'd start the show with last year's song of the summer and end the show with this year's song of the summer. So... How do we pick this year's Song of the Summer Grammy? Well, we thought long and hard. We actually almost postponed recording a day just because we weren't sure exactly how we were going to do it. You know, trying to think of what what is this summer going to be like? So it's going to require a little bit of uh, foresight. We landed on some pretty strange things. What lemon-flavored thing seems to be the big thing. But also, what else seems to be kind of a big thing for the summertime this year? It's movies. And it's It's definitely I feel like it's always movies for us. But yeah, I mean, like Grimey said, we're like, all right, is it junk food? Because this year we've got a lot of like lemonade junk food coming. 
Is it, you know, other other childhood e things like Mountain Dew is releasing a Rocket Pop flavored soda? Is that it? And then the more we talked about it, we're like, no, there's just so many movies that we want to get out and see this year. So it's probably going to be the summer of the drive in for us. I mean, we're talking big, huge movies like the new animated Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Transformers Rise of the Beasts, a Beast Wars movie. I like, can't believe we're getting that. The Flash, Keaton is back as Batman this year. Uh, a little smaller movie that just looks really fun, Asteroid City. It's a new Wes Anderson movie. Indiana Jones 5, Insidious 5, Mission Impossible 7, The Haunted Mansion movie, TMNT, we're getting a new one of those, The Barbie movie, which I mean... <laughs> Bro, that looks so good. <laughs> it looks it does, so dude. good. And that's Absolutely. just like the tip of the iceberg. There's more. Really is. So yeah. not to mention we already talked about Guardians. Like that was kind of the thing that started this whole shift here. And I'm just like, yeah, it, it drive in it is, dude. Exactly. So we are officially declaring the vibe of summer twenty twenty three to be movies at the drive in. And what better way to close out the show than by introducing you to our official Leftover Pizza Club Song of the Summer, Drive-In by the Beach Boys. Released in July of 1964. Listen for their Smokey the Bear reference. Have a great time. Stay cool. And we'll catch you in the next one. And thank you for listening. Peace out, Girl Scout. Forget about the plot, it'll do very well But make sure you see enough So you're prepared to tell About the driving I love the driving If the windows get fogged You'll have to take a breath Down at the driving Or the cat dressed in white Will scare you both to death Down at the driving Big buttered popcorn in an extra large coat. A few chili dogs and man, I'm going broke down at the.